This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Previously on the HeadGum Podcast. I, so, okay, so the family rude thing of not knowing what was on the survey, that was on me. And that's something I learned of, like, I need to have cards or something to know what the categories are so I can say survey says and then no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The final uh, round of family rude was messed up because uh, I came to the venue for tech completely prepared. My entire laptop was set up. All I needed to do was plug in the HDMI to the venue's setup. Mm-hmm. And then we did it and it kept connecting for like two minutes and then it would cut out as soon as we had it all set up. So we tried that like four times with different dongles and it just wasn't working. So we brought Marika's uh, burner laptop and because that had the, the HDMI input direct and that ah, worked. And we could all catch up. Not only friendship wise, but also in terms of the technology, right? So the episode has started, but if you can notice... Emma and Joel are still setting up. Mostly Emma, because Joel's not really lifting a finger in terms of the technology. I don't know if he thinks that, you know, he does enough tech on the tech side of things. Is it fine that it says David Cross's name on that TV? It's not fine. It's not fine. It should say the HeadGum Podcast. Yeah. Because, well, actually, it could be a good promotion. You're not going to see it. Do you see it? I can see it on the the webcam. Yeah. Yeah, But it's good. It's good cross-promotion. Because, like, that's what I feel like we've gotten away from on this show is using it as a vehicle for, for cross-promo. David cross-promo. That's really good. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Get to it. Get stupid. Get stupid. Get started. Get started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let- yeah. It's hard because I'm wearing this giant-ass gumball hat that Marty gave me. He said, wear this. He spat on me when he said, wear this, by the way. It looks, it looks like you're on the phone right now. <laughs> sorry, just one second. <laughs> just one second. Yeah. No, the address. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I have to I've never seen someone wear that. something that looks like more like a choice that they personally made than you wearing <laughs> that gumball hat. I walked in. Well, first of all, I walked into the LA studio. I saw a Mercedes-Benz courtesy car in the parking lot, which, and then I went in and immediately razzed Marty because I was like, the G-Wagon already broke down. He's only had it for like two months. It's already in the fucking shop. And you said it's a car that often breaks down or something? Of course. If you're not having the Toyota, if you're not having the Maserati, then you're going with the European Beamer, which doesn't mean quality on the engine side. That just means quality on the interiors. Mm. So he can have the leather, but it doesn't mean that he's not going to be in the shop twice a year. I see. 
do you see or do, are you going to get the fucking Benz? Because I feel like stick with the Maserati for now, right? I've actually saved a lot of money by not caring about cars. <laughs> really? Yeah, if I liked like that Audi stuff, yeah. I would have been like, I would have had like 30,000 less dollars. Right would you now. call yourself when it comes to cars an any? Meaning? Because you're either an any or you have an Audi. <laughs> Emma and Joel are with us today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those two Muppets that are always up in the balcony. Which ones are they? Balcony or that's us in the balcony? Because they haven't said anything yet. <laughs> that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Muppets in Outer Space. Was the Muppets movie starring Jason Segal? Segal. I don't know who it starred. I was like four. Steven Segal. Jason lives in Ojai, by the way. And, uh... Oh, hi. Welcome to the HeadGum Podcast. Look at that. What a cold open. It's like an opening monologue. You know how to keep it ice cold in here, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) The razzing starts early. Yeah, and it gets to me early. How dare you, Emma? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's just, I know if I'm going to host this show, I have to have like thicker skin because everybody comes for me. Yep. And if you can't dish it out, can't take it. Correct. Don't take it. Yeah. If you can't dish it out, don't give it. What right. is it? Like if you, you can't, can't take it, it, don't <laughs> dish it out. Don't dish it out. <laughs> That's totally it's not so the same. No. Don't dish it out if you can't take it. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what it is. Anything I say in this hat sounds a little more intelligent, I think. <laughs> it's all right to like have converse. Like none of you guys are adding to the conversation. How do you You're imagine saying, like, this working? Like uh, one frame on them, one frame on us, or is yeah, it like it's, individual it's fucking, shots? It's dual time. Just two and two. Two what? and two. Two two shots. I think that works. So none of this yeah. specific to camera style. We might go specific to camera for in terms of punching up jokes. Yeah. Because well, don't just say yeah. Like the act of listening sometimes puts me off because <laughs> I feel like you're not actually listening. You're just waiting for your <laughs> next turn to speak. Does that make sense? Mm-mm. So Marty's only on the G wagon for what two months, and it's already in the shop. Courtesy vehicle. I walk into the studio. I look up, and he's wearing this. Wearing the gumball hat. The gu- it's, don't you, well, for the audio listeners, it's like a... F- it's a big hat. It's like a 20 and 5 eighths hat. It's like a big the hat, hat makes it look like Jeff is one and a half feet tall. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those old like popcorn bucket hats that you'd get at uh, like the baseball stadium. But it's the it opposite. Was a thing that- those were too small to fit on your head. It- <laughs> With your mustache and that hat, you've gone full, like, video game avatar mode. Yeah, Mario and uh, the success got to him because he got a big head. (laughs) Chuckle funny joke so far. Nothing truly laugh out loudable. (laughs) Laugh out loudable. Sponsored by Audible. Sponsored by... Gumball. Bond of the week. We got some um, commentary. Pretty much similar to what we do on this show. From the world's favorite celebrity at the moment right now, Jeremy Allen White. Listen to this. As a 007 fan, and I don't want that for me. In fact, an American shouldn't play 007 in general, even if it is me, in my opinion. But that's very flattering. Sean Connery was definitely my James Bond. Although, I mean, I thought Daniel Craig was so great, and I love all the recent films. I feel like it's been a really long time. Like, guys, pick 
Pick a mind. We want to know. Really <laughs> That's <nasty>. funny. <laughs> That was such it's a funny because he like is jacked, so anything he says is a little bit funnier. That's why people think Ryan Reynolds is funny. Do people is think he that? jacked? <laughs> <laughs> Both what? questioned the two things I just said. I said people think Ryan Reynolds is funny because he's jacked, and Joel's like, "Is he funny?" And Emma's like, "Is he jacked?" I'm an unreliable narrator to them. I don't know if it's the coastal difference, the time difference, if something gets lost in translation across continent. I think nobody trusts you. <laughs> nobody asks Jeeves? Nobody trusts you. Oh. I didn't say ask or Jeeves. <laughs> what is it about me? You think I'm being facetious all the time because of the way that my face looks and what I say? Yeah, and you're kind of dumb. That's true. Also, Ryan hat's not helping. <laughs> the hat's not helping trustworthiness. I feel like somebody who wears this really has their wits about them. Mm. Mm. Don't just say, mm, agree or don't. I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving, let's talk about it. Um, to me, there's four categories here to get to, four bullet points. Number one is obviously gratitude. Number two is family. <laughs> <laughs> number three is stuffing. And number four is food. <laughs> so stuffing just should be a part of food, right? Well, stuffing is a food that might fall into the food category. I don't mean stuffing. By <laughs> stuffing, sorry, maybe I shouldn't have named it that. By stuffing, I don't mean the side. You mean really? jamming something I mean, inside something else. Exactly right. Basically, when you go home to your hometown, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, everybody goes to that bar, you know, that certain hometown bar. Oh, yeah. And are you sort of consummating a high school crush years later? No, but I go to my aunt's house. <laughs> I don't go to where I went to high school. How is this not a company show anymore? How are we talking about Thanksgiving and gratitude? <laughs> You're bringing everything up. Grat Let's just start with gratitude then. I am grateful to the network. Right? I don't know. I don't fucking care. See, the thing is, up to their ad package for <laughs> Really? I, don't, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the ad sales team for getting us there. That's cool. We had to kind of trudge our way through some... Some problematic copy to get to the point where, you know, we're all almost leaving every week with a G. Uh-huh. E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Right? Let's talk about <laughs> gratitude. What are you guys thankful for? I went, I, I was a little bit zealous by saying I was thankful to the network. Because before this, I mean, we started 20 minutes late because David Cross gets special treatment. The LA studio never is set up. And then Anya's like, you're interrupting my meetings. I'm like, well, it's because the studio never works, right? The Logitech adapter. Not plugged in. You're off the grateful thing so quickly. <laughs> right to complaints again. What are you guys grateful for? Let's start with Joel. I am grateful for my voice. I only become grateful about things after I've lost them temporarily. And last week I couldn't talk for two days. So now it feels great to vocalize. What happened? I don't really know. You just woke up one day and you couldn't talk? Yeah. Because I don't really get sick, and I wasn't sick. I also don't like admitting being sick. You were, you were, he was sick. I was a little <laughs> bit sick, but mostly just couldn't talk. Emma? What I'm grateful for? Yeah. Um, Slash also if you lost your voice last week? <laughs> no, I was sick, but I didn't lose my voice. Um, and I'm That's still cool. sick, but I get sick. <gasps> I do kind of like a... Two weeks off, one week on being yeah. sick, and then it's like that it's like Heim song. Recovery. I get sick. I get sick. I'm not familiar. 
Well, they say I get sad. Oh, I've never heard it. This is... But, anyway. I, I wanted to start the episode. I feel like I got to the studio with a bunch of energy. And then just because of how long it took to set up everything, I started to get pissed. And then it's like... Sorry, I'm trying to... Yeah. Take You're eating down more time, Jeff, with this. Well, it's I'm here on his phone. I appreciate your guys' full attention, but what are you yeah. grateful for? Uh I'm grateful for the moments in which I get people's full attention. There you <laughs> I'm go. grateful for my family, but that's a different category of this, so I almost don't want to say it. Friends. Um, I'm grateful for my friends. Are you? Yeah. I'm grateful for my friend. Hey, I'm grateful for all my fallen enemies that we may defeat them once again. Is that from something? That's a that's from what I just said <laughs> <laughs> last summer. Uh, I'm grateful for the audience that they've stuck with us through the by and by through the gloaming. Our audience has stuck with us through the thin and thinner. Right. So there not thick and no thin. Thick. There was no thick. There wasn't density of it content. It was thin and it got even more thin. Would you say it was density of mistakes that thinned the rest? <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. For anyone to be listening to this at all is sort of a, a huge it's sort miracle. of a family. Yeah. And I'm grateful Moving for on. them. Sure. To the family category. Yeah. What are your guys... Let's start here. What's your relationship like with your dad, Joel? Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> what about Mrs. Joel? That's my mom. No, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> I forgot Joel's last name was Joel. <laughs> Um, it's like bowl bowl, but it's Joel Joel. <laughs> <laughs> when I was Joel born, they did pass me around Joel. a fruit bowl because I was born right before Rosh Hashanah. That's wow. not bad at all. I don't mind that from Joel Joel. A bowl bowl for Joel Joel. Exactly right. Did you ever get, did you ever get bowled over or maybe Joeled over? No, but I did get my hair cut in a bowl for a while. Is that true? Yeah. How would you get a bowl? Your hair so curly. Well, you can still put a bowl on top and cut around it. It doesn't matter what, what Come the on, Emma, you got to keep up. You got to keep up today. Come on, Sorry. you can put a bowl around anything. <laughs> um, Emma, what about you? What's your relationship like with your siblings? Do you have any siblings? Yes, I have two younger sisters. Are you sort of a second mother to them, or did you kind of leave them out to dry? To one of them, not to the other. Okay, because you chose <laughs> favorites, or there's too big of an age gap? Uh, it was an age gap thing. Okay. How old is she? Four? Twenty? Twenty one. Eight years okay. younger than I am. That's a little too young to have a good relationship with, wouldn't you say, Amir? You're no. A, well, you're the youngest, right? Yeah, and my older brother's eight years older than me, and we have a great relationship, so I wouldn't say it's too young to have a good relationship with. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you're getting mad at me, because I'm always the one who said it. What's your relationship like with your two brothers? Obviously, you're closer with Ben, the other one's sort of dead meat, chopped liver to you? No, close to both of them. <laughs> Leave me alone. What's the difference? What do you think the difference is? Like, one's more fraternal, the other one's more, no. I don't know. One is just eight identical. years older than me, and one is four years older than me. My mm -hmm. parents but, have kids every four years. But weirdly, the four year, you're not as close with because it was almost like competition. Incorrect. Which Equally younger close. Blumenfeld is going to be the next doctor? Uh, we only have one doctor. That's your dad. No, my oldest brother's a doctor as well. Don't say no like you're getting frustrated. You're not being clear with me about your family tree. I'm being really clear. I'm <laughs> saying my oldest brother's a doctor. And your eldest brother works in law? 
my eldest brother is the doctor. <laughs> but the middle brother is sort let's of Let's move on to stuffing. <laughs> okay. Then let's get stuffed with information about your brother. Circling back to family. Um, oldest one's a doctor. Middle one is sort of runs a... Was a designer. F- for what? Graphic designer for Facebook. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, moving on to stuffing. Do you guys tend to stuff yourselves on Thanksgiving? Yes. In terms of, I don't want to move too quickly onto food, so. So then what is this? <laughs> it's, well, the category is stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Though? I don't know. Do you, oh, sorry about that. Speaking of family, that was my sister, FaceTime audioing me because uh, she doesn't get great service where she lives. She lives with my parents. In Ohio? That's a little bit too much information because, well, you if people have what the... my brother does for a living. Yeah. I'm just saying what state your sister lives in. Yeah, well, day. no, what you're asking for is for me to give a V for Vendetta and S for Sarah. You're gonna, you're asking me to put her on blast and lambast myself. You said she lives with her parents. Really? Also, you said, yeah, you said she lives with my parents. <laughs> I didn't mean to offer up either of those pieces of information. I was the only one who has my back in the studio and out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffing, Amir. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll eat too much. The food's good. All right. I don't know why I was pulling teeth to just get that out of you. Joel, what do you think about stuffing in terms of Thanksgiving? My, <laughs> I, 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 I've never known what stuffing is. I will tell you completely right. honestly that chopped I, bread with a bunch of spices baked to a crisp. I think is that real? <laughs> There's no way that's what stuffing is. Because stuffing goes inside turkey. Why would you put bread inside turkey? It is bread. Okay. <laughs> then it sounds bad, Sorry. I guess. <laughs> I do think it's bad. I don't like stuffing. It sounds bread. Moving on to food. <laughs> we already have. What's your favorite side? What's your favorite Thanksgiving side? This, By the way, this doesn't come out till December 8th. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like me and Joel love stuffing the most, but that might just be <laughs> the one thing we have in common. My Emma? aunt makes a nice light chocolate Beer. cake. What's her name? Mavis? No. <laughs> Does she teach Can't typing? Does she teach ass. typing? Because <laughs> she made this cake. Nice. Good. If I'd have said that, you would have stared me with daggers. But Joel says it. Joel, Joel, sorry, says it, and then you you can't get enough of his shit. Yeah, I give him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> and I'll give you the benefit of the gout. Meaning, I assume you have some sort of arthritic condition, rheumatoid. Yeah, until yeah. proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> arthritic until proven guilty. Um, moving on to pickleball. <laughs> what? Uh, that was us discuss- discussing Thanksgiving. I just played pickleball for the first time last weekend. How'd that go for you? It was fast. Okay. Uh, we won best three out of five. Who's um, we? So I played doubles. Did you play with two other people who also didn't play before? Correct. Nobody had played before. So you went from zero to the hero of yeah. the game. So you don't even know that you played correctly. What's that? Do you have any way of knowing that you played correctly? We have zero way of knowing. All I know is that you can only win... You can only win points when it's your serve. What I don't understand is the 3-3-1-3-3-2. He's devastatingly pissed at me. You guys aren't in the room. You can't feel the anger. 
I don't know I what I've say ever you can said. Feel it from all the way over. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it's palpable. Moving on from pickle, what what did I ever do? What did I ever do, <laughs> I ever do? <laughs> to make you this anchored of me to have? Well, we went from stuffing to food to pickleball. And this is the Thanksgiving episode that's coming out in early December. Well, pickleball... <laughs> pickleball could pickleball be a Pickleball was, by the way, because nobody asked what my favorite Thanksgiving side. Pickleball. Pickleballs. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning? You just didn't understand how the points work. Fermented cucumbers rolled into a sack. <laughs> All right, here we go. If you broke your bone as a, if you broke a bone as an adult, what color cast would you have? Green. We're hopping all over the place. <laughs> you're having re- fun you're, all over the place. You're recording an episode after this one. It feels like you're already scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm saving up all my juice for that one. I see. Yeah. Who's on that one? Anya, Sage, and Marika. The big four. Also, the four ingredients to my pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> if you broke a bone as an adult, what color cast would you have? Foley? Green. Green is good. I don't mind green. White, and you better believe I'm having all my friends sign it. Okay. Amir? Pink. Hot pink. Pretty cool. Thank you. All right. If you got adult braces, what color would you have? Let's start with Joel. Orange. I would never do that shit. Okay. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay, Amir? I'd try to go invisible like Invisalign. Yep. (laughs) If you could redefine your eyes, what color would you have? If I could redefine them, I'd make them, like, see-through shit. Okay. That's not what I meant. Uh, Emma, if you could redefine your eyes, what color eyes would you have? Green. Question. All right. Amir? Also green. Okay. Uh, if you wanted to change your ethnicity, why would you feel the need to do that? <laughs> <laughs> also green. <laughs> um... Circling back to food slash things I tried this weekend. Have you guys ever had grape nuts? Is that a nut? What kind of wild weekend did you have? Yeah. Pickleball, Pickleball and grape, and grape nuts? nuts? I'm trying to get healthy. You're trying to be 70. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the <laughs> grainy of cereal and playing a, yeah, I'm an having old brand and I'm running less. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering what's HeadGum's grape nuts? Because grape nuts is post the cereal brands, grape nuts. I'm wondering if HeadGum had sort of a flagship product. Would it be the HeadGum podcast? Would it be segments or? <laughs> it de- and, I, and if anybody says factually, I'm going to get up and leave the room. Because it's not factually. I guess if I say it, will you leave? <laughs> well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Snacks 6 is our flagship product. <laughs> That's kind of a bummer. All right, here we go. Uh, this is our first segment. Well, actually, we should take a quick break. Do you guys mind? Please. We'll be right back. For better or for worse. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know... If you had an extra hour in your day, a lot of people would spend that very differently than the one sitting next to them. Maybe person A would go for a run, person B would take a nap, and patient zero would read a book. The point is, a lot of us spend our time 
and our lives wishing we had more hours in the day. And the question is, what is that time for? And if time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority thus. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week and I benefit from it personally uh, as I pursue to better myself and be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. Yesterday, you said tomorrow, so just therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash What's That today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash What's That Thanks, BetterHelp. Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1. Just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day. Like I'm doing one powerfully healthy hab habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water, I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. I'm about to dive in. Welcome to Diving into Blumenfeld. <laughs> Oh, God. My mind, I'm like, oh, finally a segment. I can take some mental rest while other people talk. And then you went straight into diving into Blumenfeld. You can still take some rest. We're going to be commenting on your younger okay. self. Uh, here we go. This is an interview from t 2008, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, it says, um, the title of the video is Amir Blumenfeld interview. That 2008. Um and uh, my name is Amir Blumenfeld. I am 25 this years old. This is when old, I was your age. So by the time you see this, I may be 26. That's also part of why I brought it up. You start the interview by saying, My name is Amir Blumenfeld. <laughs> Sorry, let me do my Amir. Uh, my name is Amir Blumenfeld, and uh, I'm 25. Can but you when guys you even see this? Or like, because we got small, two people. Sure. It's really small. And can you hear any of it? I doubt that you can Definitely hear can't hear, no. Yeah, no. can't hear yeah. or see Well, it. I'm going to edit the audio just for a second here. Just yeah, so but for Joel and Emma to weigh in, you said. <laughs> <laughs> for Joel and Well, let me start, because now Everybody. they can hear it, right? Yeah. Yes. That you heard. Okay. So this is, yeah, this is this. Uh, you start the video by saying. You think you'll keep that part in? 
My name is Amir Blumenfeld. I am 25 years old, though by the time you see this, I may be 26. I'm in the exact same part of my life right now. I'm 25, but by the time this episode comes out, I'll be 26. Oh, interesting. That's um, kind of amazing. But will I live to see 24? <laughs> What's that? It's a Coolio song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that we could sort of... And we're both wearing a green sweater. In a way, that's a hoodie, not a sweater, but yeah. Um, basically, I thought that we... I thought we could go through the interview. It's like 20 minutes long. Criticize your answers. And then I would also answer suit. And then in terms of Joel and Emma. They can sort of dive into Blumenfeld. (laughs) Take the hat off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, here we go. Are you guys ready for diving into Blumenfeld? Do you understand the segment? Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay. Um, I was born in Israel, moved to California at age two, moved to New York at age 22, and now I work for collegehumor.com, which is a humor website that, um, is responsible for producing original content in terms of video articles and pictures, and I work with CHTV specifically, which is our original video department. Here's what I'll say about that answer. I feel like you answered it like you were trying to embellish an answer on a test. Mm. You could just say what you do. You don't have to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, this, okay. it was like for a call. This guy was like a college humor intern and he's like, I need to do a three camera setup <sighs> interview as part of my class. Can I interview yeah. you? And then I'll submit it as like a homework for okay. this class. So I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> And he's like, I'll just ask you questions, you answer, and I'll edit them later. Okay, cool. I don't know why he put it on YouTube, though. Yeah. It is funny Um, to give really, like, mundane answers to stuff with, like, three different cameras bopping around (laughs) at different points as if you're saying something really dramatic. Yeah. Um, Jeff, your answer? My answer is that I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, moved to Los Angeles, California when I was 17. I've lived here ever since. Um... Okay. What do I do? I host a podcast on the Headgum Podcast Network, and I uh, so a lot of like sort of similarities. No, because look how short my answer college was. Humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying where just we saying. are in our lives. Uh, do you think for... a green hoodie would be the green sweater of your day? Uh, no, I wasn't like super stylish. I still wear hoodies. I'm currently wearing a hoodie. Yeah, but that's a good hoodie. That's a hoodie that you could give down to your um, future wife. Emma, what do you think about um What do I think about what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on. So what do you mean? What do I think? The hoodie, the question. Yes, all of it, all of the above. The interview, I wasn't really looking at the the hoodie, but um wait, I don't It's not bothering me. I just don't know what I'm being asked. (laughs) I first realized I was funny at a young age. Um, I remember reading just recently a letter that my third grade teacher wrote to me saying that I had a very good sense of humor and that I should keep it up. I remember in 10th grade, one of my friends went away for a year and came back and said that I was all of a sudden like a class clown character, a jokester in, in class where usually that, I guess, previous to that, that wasn't the case. So maybe 
I realized I was funny at an early age. I realized I could make people laugh at a later age. And then by college time, I was sort of trying to make jokes in terms of writing. So I would spend time thinking of funny articles or uh, funny videos that I could make that could make a wider audience laugh. <laughs> not bad, not bad <laughs> holy shit you aced that one <laughs> most people talk about their elementary school teacher though telling them they like can't do something she's like actually I think you're pretty funny eight year old you yeah. should keep it up I remember that letter like she wrote everyone a letter at the end of the year it was like Amir she is a wrote very the good same thing on everyone's keep it yeah, up but, and we all we all turned out to be successful comedians it was incredible um, it was me and uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill. We all attended the same third grade. <laughs> Which and was Cohen. on a hill. What's that? And Cohen. And Cohen, yeah. Who might have kept it up a bit too much. Very good. <laughs> you're, you're fired for that, but very funny. <laughs> Keep it up. Um, I loved that answer from you. I thought it was concise. I thought it was descriptive. I thought that it was worthy of the interview. A <laughs> Um... My third grade teacher's son ended up being my first theatrical agent in Your Los Angeles. Third grade teacher's son. Yeah. Is he older or younger than you? He's older. <laughs> he, and then you moved to LA and he's like, oh, my mom is your third grade teacher. No, he discovered it in the meeting. <laughs> Where are you from? Ohio. Oh, me yeah. too. Where in Ohio? Sugar and Falls. Oh, wow. Where'd you go to school? Told him my high school. Or in my school. And my he was like, taught. my mom taught there. I said, who's your mom? And she, he said, Mrs. Davis. And I was like, there's no way. And it was your teacher. Well, <laughs> what? he was from Baltimore, actually. <laughs> I embellished the faith slash story. No, yeah. Do you guys remember your third grade teacher's name? You, yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah, I remember all of my elementary school teachers. Do you? All of them? First grade, second grade, you remember their names? Yeah. Ms. Wow. Cronin, Ms. Caleb, Ms. Loshiava, Mrs. Shields, Mr. Vierweiler, Ms. Levy. Vierweiler? Oh yeah, that was my fourth grade teacher. Joel, are you in the same boat? You remember their names? For some reason, third grade is drawing a blank, but Huge first grade, Ms. Tyler, second grade, Ms. Denzel, fourth grade, Ms. Rothrock, fifth grade, Dr. Fulmer. Oh my God. Yeah. A doctor teaching, teaching fucking 11-year-olds. <laughs> Overqualified much? I don't know what else to say. Were you like up in there calling her doctor? She insisted on being called doctor. Whoa. So. See, this is why I do these segments. No, right? it's not. No, I'm, it I'm is. trying to rescue it. <laughs> it hasn't no, brought it's out because anything we get in, interesting. We get into stuff. We yeah, have, because I asked them. We learned. You wanted me to just fucking get embarrassed. <laughs> We're going to get back to that. It's not about embarrassment, by the way. I just congratulated your ass on a second question well answered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Of course, a lot of the first ones are terrible, but that's how it goes when you make stuff. The first... Anything you make is going to be awful, and then you gradually get better until you die. <laughs> I get my ideas. That um, really is funny. I wouldn't say it's a specific place, though it's always from the front page of the New York Times. Uh, That's funny. Just joking. I get my ideas. I think I'm influenced comedically by lots of the television that I watched growing up, uh, Simpsons, Seinfeld, um, sort of mid-'90s Saturday Night Live. It taught me how to think sort of absurdly, and creatively and originally about jokes that people were making. So rather than thinking of basic 
jokes, which I was into as like a six, seven, eight year old, you know, 101 ghost jokes. I was learning to make jokes on jokes. So trying to take my comedy to really um, a non-expected <laughs> punchline. And then pretty dramatic I guess angle. I forgot the question, but I hope that there's an answer somewhere in there. Can I ask, do you ever yearn for this time in your life? Me being 25? Yeah. I romanticize living in New York and like working for college humor, but I, in my mind, it's my current age, not like this version of myself. Okay. So you, you romanticize it, but you want to go back now. Yes, exactly. I want to be the version of myself that I know and am currently, but living as a 22-year-old in New York. Got it. Um, Joel, how do you feel about how, the way that Amir answered this question? And then we'll move on to the next segment, honestly. <laughs> This like, premise is entirely so impenetrable to me. <laughs> so, like, if you say pass, we'll just move on to the next segment. So, I actually thought there was a lot of stuff we need to dive into in that answer. <laughs> <laughs> pass. <laughs> All right. Um, Nine times out of ten, they're not the ones getting their skulls cracked open. So they, like, as long. Think as you leave this in? You can watch TV. The activists. They love a massive police state that knows whether or not you ordered Plan C pills online. So never forget that, guys. When you're <laughs> arguing with your conservative relatives, I've never heard of Plan C. Yeah, same. It's interesting. <laughs> Anya, come back with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Pass, I said. <laughs> this <laughs> is Jeopardy. <laughs> right? Let's talk about the new show. Manchi. Manchi style. Um, I just wanted to give you an option slash opportunity to promote the show, mm -hmm. right? To maybe get some of our listeners to listen to your show. Um, yeah. This Which is that I David feel like Cross promo we were talking about. This is that David Cross promo because I feel like it's it's the Headgum podcast, yep. and then it's like segments, you know. So like every segments listener listens to the Headgum podcast, but I just wanted to lend some of our audience to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think that's true, but it makes sense. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Um, tell us what the show is, why it aired, when it did, and who hosts it, and who. So, to answer your last question first. Yes. Who is me? Okay. And? Jake Hurwitz. Yeah. When it aired, when it does, is every Monday after Jake's paternity leave expired. Mm -hmm. So, we're back. Uh, and what the show is is segments, which is like a show kind of like, not unlike the Headgun Podcast, there's different segments, but we're a little more structured. And to that end, I thought that we could play a game from segments. Okay, that's cool. Um... Which is the only recurring segment so far on segments, mm -hmm. which is poetry or poems. What's the, it's, oh, yeah, like, it's poetry or noetry? Poetry or noetry. Yeah. So I thought that we could all play this. Have you guys heard about this? This is also so Joel and Emma start listening to this. But it's I hard have. because yeah. they it requires writing a poem. Well, I've done that. Gotcha. I've played <laughs> the game here. I see. Um, so this this is three. I've written one of them, and I really don't think you're going to be able to figure it out which one it is. Wow. Okay. Let's try. All right. So here we go. Uh, you guys have to come to a consensus, too. Actually, no, you can okay. all play as individual players. All right, here we go. This is called Clown. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Wait. 
fool am I? am I? I really want to just say it's yours right away. The amusement of the masses, their stupid laughter pushes me here. This is the... The more absurd my play equals grimace, equals the more I rumble resentfully. The shrieks grow shriller, I feel as the dog does the lash. That weaponless tugs on his leash. Agony convulses with suffering. My soul weeps, and death and mourning prowl. Got it. So, just to clarify, are the other two poems award-winning poems, or just anything anyone published online <laughs> once? Uh, they are poems written by poets. Got I don't it. know if they were award-winning. A it's little, somewhere a in little the more professional. Yeah. Got it. Also, I, I can I just because Emma, you also produced one of the last episodes of segments. Yes. What's the difference between the energy in that room versus the energy in this room? Why is it so much more dull? Wait, wait. <laughs> Which one's more dull? You're saying segments is dull. This is dull. L.A. I don't. I mean, think of the one <laughs> factor that's not present that is now. I mean, all right, all right, very good, very good. This one's called this room, which I think is pertinent to what you just said. Grimace equals joy. It was grimace equals the more I rumble. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this room. The room I entered was a dream of this room. Surely all those feet on the sofa were mine. The oval portrait of a dog was me at an early age. <laughs> the oval portrait <laughs> of a dog. Something shimmers. Something is hushed up. We had macaroni for lunch every day. Except Sunday, when a small quail was induced to be served to us. <laughs> Why do I tell you these things? You're not even here. <laughs> I definitely don't think you wrote that one. And, I'm, and I don't what? think you wrote oh, the first one either. Oh, interesting. You don't think I wrote the first one? I don't. I think, what are you? I think the most recent one might have been you. Really? I'm, I'm, I want to hear the third one. Yeah, they did talk about inducing a quail to eat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to have it thus. <clears throat> All right, this is <laughs> this is proximity to dull. <laughs> you wrote all three. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely in play. <clears throat> that I wrote all three. Yeah. Bombastic socks adorn this mangy crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy <laughs> or rather dork <laughs> or rather dorky husband seeing urologist nusbind seeing urologist nusbind <laughs> like the nusbum the guy's name <laughs> i don't know or yeah <laughs> <laughs> Depression ought beset him, or at least he be in debt, Vim. <laughs> Mazda's oil's good to have. Yeah, so that is my address. Uh, I will say you probably wrote the last one, if not all three of them, quite frankly. Joel? I think that you wrote the third one and you made some edits to the first two. <laughs> That's really good. Emma? I was going to say the third, but then your Nussbaum thing threw me off. You yeah. seemingly not knowing if it was a name or not. No, he knew. He knew? Yeah. Okay, then There's I There's also the third. Uh, my address in it. In <laughs> <laughs> kind of a dead giveaway. 
And I don't think Amir knows any other poets. <sighs> okay. None fine. that would Third. write about me. Oh, I'm about to die. Third is correct. <laughs> The first one is Clown by Fritz Asher, mm. uh, which is just Cohen's son, but like on the Fritz. Yeah. Um, and then This Room was written by John Ashbery. A lot of ash. Proximity yeah, to Dull. Proximity to Dull is by me. You nice. liked the second one, Emma? I did. I love John Ashbery, though. Oh, you know him. I thought all of them I were I think good. he's like the best, um, or he's like considered the best poet of the last like hundred years or something wow i think i agree and i think all three were amazing yeah do you think he's read proximity to doll do <laughs> 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 you want to read through those which one so you can understand what it's about the you the one My, you wrote proximity to doll okay it's called proximity to doll uh th- this is this is the poem bombastic socks adorn this mangy crack or rather dorky husband Seeing urologist Nussbaum. Hmm. Depression ought beset him, or at least he be in debt vim. What's vim? Like vim or vigor. Okay. What's Nussbaum? That's a doctor, a urologist. But if you're making him up, shouldn't it rhyme with husband? <laughs> it's I, Nothing rhymes with husband that would work for the poem other than Nussbaum. No, it could be any name that you choose because you made up the name. The <laughs> yeah, name but Nussbaum is a real word. It's a real name. It's and a real surname. <laughs> is that your urologist? That's Samir's urologist, I have to assume. <laughs> Mazda's oil, good to have. Yeah, my address again. So yeah. you're going to want to bleep it both of those times. Yeah. Or I'll have to move. Can you just say for the record, though, that it does rhyme? It does. That part did. Bum- so bombastic socks. Are you wearing bombas? Nope. But you often do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have asked, what do you guys His think socks are allowed. What do you guys think this poem's about? Uh, me? Pretty good. I think, it's, I think you're diving into Blumenfeld. Oh, I'm about to dive, dull. In that way, one segment kind of weaves into the next. <laughs> exactly right. A tapestry worn and shorn. Woven forever. Yeah, it's really giving, like, fridge poem. Like <laughs> It's really giving, like, poetry foundation poem of the day. Like, the words that are left, and you're kind of yeah, putting them yeah. together. It's kind of just, like, front page of the New York Times. Holy shit, he's a bestseller. You even make the same joke that Amir made in the video. Bombastic <laughs> socks, because you often wear bombas. I wear Balega socks, actually. Adorn this mangy crack. You've already read the poem. Yeah. I know, but none of you guys are applying it to Amir. <laughs> <laughs> or rather are you talking dork- about his ass crack? <laughs> yeah, it's like plumber's crack in a way. Yeah. yeah. And you think I put socks there? I... <laughs> <laughs> I would like to put a Bomba suck there to kind of <laughs> plug it. <laughs> Not your ass, just like the plumber's crack part of it. Speaking of plugs. Joel, what do you got going on? What do you want to point the people towards? The floor is yours. Everyone should listen to David Cross's new show. Got it. Emma? Joel's really doing my job for me. Nothing. You can follow me on Instagram okay. at Emma Rose Foley. Senses working overtime. Yeah. Census working overtime. When is the next census? And can I not be counted? Because I want to go ghost mode. <laughs> and no, and until they find me census at workers. Jeffrey James on Instagram. Jeffrey James on TikTok. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week, I think. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you're Segments? Recording. 
Segments back. Uh, yeah, every Monday. Okay. Sense is <laughs> working awesome. overtime, hosted by David Cross, coming to Headgum December 7th. Oh, that's the name of his show. Yeah. Yes. Audio you and YouTube version <laughs> on the official David Cross channel. It's also sure. what happened when I heard proximity to dull. <laughs> <laughs> was a HeadGum original.